0: I refuse to be denied I'm coming after you I'm coming after you I'm coming after you I'm coming after you I'm coming, after you. I'm coming Our life, hear us God, we'll come.
1: Radio. This is our prayer international radio show I am your co-host Sean Holmberg um, Our call-in number is 619-638-8458 Once again, this is prayer international radio um, You can always visit us at our website Which is prayerinternational.org We have a chat room open at blogtalkradio.com Forward slash prayer international um, So, Tuesday night broadcast Um This one should be interesting Um So let's start it off Um the right way Father God (sighs) Father Lord take this word And make it alive tonight Father open our spiritual ears So that um We can hear your voice, Lord Open our spiritual eyes, Father Open our hearts, Lord That we can have discernment, Father Into your will, Father Into your word, Lord Holy Spirit We give you complete and total control over this broadcast From the first minute to the last Holy Spirit, that tonight you would glorify the Lord Jesus Christ And this broadcast, Father, and this ministry in the lives of every single person listening, Lord Father, for all those who are out there, Lord, tonight who have some kind of need, Father Whether it's emotional or physical or healing or whatever it is, Father You know who they are, Lord, and you know where they're at, Father So we ask in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, Lord, that you would touch them tonight at the point of their need, Father. Lord, that you would build their faith, Lord, strengthen their faith in you, Father. Father, we give you all the glory, Lord. We give you all the honor for everything that happens, Lord. For your name alone is magnified and glorified and exalted, Jesus Once again our call in number 619-638-8458 This is Prayer International Radio And we'll be right back
0: Lord we say How lovely Is Your dwelling Place O Lord Almighty For my We'll
1: Find yourself tonight Need a prayer for anything um, Give us a call um, It's an interesting um, Story Last night um, Yesterday during the day I think um, Chris and his wife Tracy Were driving um, somewhere Don't remember exactly where they were driving And um, On the way to where they were going They saw this guy um, That to them looked like They were like he was leading, just leaning up against his telephone pole, pr- like, praying his heart out, um, which caught their attention, of course. Um, and they passed by him and um, got to the house, and both um, Chris and his wife Tracy kept feeling a leading from the Holy Spirit to that they needed to go talk to this man. And so they um, get back to get back in the car, and they drive off, and he's not where they, um, saw him, so they asked the Lord, um, if it was his will for, um, the Lord to show him, um, Chris and Tracy where this guy was at, and so they ended up, like, driving, um, down a couple roads and ran into this guy, and so, um, they get out of the car, um, and start, and Chris starts talking to him, and ask him if he was in need of prayer and he said yes and they began to pray for this man Um, and you know there are times when um, you're out there um, living life doing whatever you're doing and you really um, need people to stand with you and to believe the word of God with you Um, you know the Bible says that we're never alone it says that God himself will never leave us leave us nor forsake us but it also says that there's a body of believers um, That we're being built up together For a dwelling place of God and the Spirit That we're um, one body With many members Each member doing his part And um, Tonight we're here to pray for you We're here to intercede for you We're here to believe for you And to trust the Lord on your behalf For um, pretty much whatever you need Whatever's going on um, Tonight's going to be a little bit interesting, because 'cause I'm not as sure exactly how this is gonna go like always, um, so that shouldn't be a surprise, so as always, I'm gonna trust the Holy Spirit with this tonight um so um yesterday, I think it was yesterday or today um no, I'm pretty sure it was yesterday um I was having a talk with the Lord um the days get because I work so much um but I was actually at work, and I was outside, and I started to have a talk with the Lord. And um, the talk was about grace. And then um, the talk happened more um, the other night, um, late at night, um, I think or late, late at night, early in the morning. We started having a talk about it. And the talk was about grace. And because um, I'm one of those um, perfectionists. Um, my wife could tell you i I have, um, almost an OCD like complex when it comes to certain things like cleaning and, um, and so I always want to be able to do everything for myself and it's, um, hard, really hard for me, um, to ask anybody for help. It's hard for me to ask anybody for prayer. Um, so if any of, there's anybody else out there like that, um, trust me, I'm right there with you. Um. And even when it comes to our walks with the Lord, um, you know, sometimes it's hard to open up to others. You know, for the longest time after I got saved, it wasn't me and all the other Christians out there. Even when I went to church um, or was in a church um, in the midst of a congregation with a um, corporate anointing, um, it still partly was just me and the Lord and wherever I went. It was always me and him And it didn't really so much matter About anybody else Because it was just me and the Lord Um, But you know there's a time and place For relationships um, And there's two different relationships That are vital to our Christian walk Um, The one being our relationship With the Lord God And Jesus Christ And the other one being our relationship With um, the Christian body And um because, you know, the Bible says that two are better than one, and a threefold cord can't usually be broken. Jesus himself said, if um, two or more of you are gathered together in my name, that I am there in the midst. And, you know, um, even Moses, um, when he had, could no longer um, lift his arms in the Old Testament, and he didn't have strength at this one point to lift his arms, he had to have um, others come and help him. And, you know, there's times in your life, in your Christian walk, when you're going through things and you really need other people there to support you. You really need other people there to lift you up and to encourage you and to be a blessing to you in that way. Um, and, um, you know, even intercession is one of those things that um, we hmm, – okay. um, I remember reading this book long, long time ago, and it was called Covenant Relationships by um a man named Keith Entrader. And in this book he had talked about a lot about covenant and um the everlasting commitment that the word entails and God's covenant to his people and um his commitment to his own work to his own words to us. And um at one point in the book, it was talking about how um, every now and then you'll see pastors who will um, get caught in sin in the media or something else, and um, it seems like the whole media and the whole world goes into an upstorm, an uproar about it. And I'm, and I'm, when I say that, I'm not saying um, I wanna. What I want to say is crazy people out there who believe in false gospels. That try to promote it as a truth And claim themselves to be the Lord Jesus Christ um, The Messiah Um, I don't mean those people Um, That may sound harsh And I hate to offend anybody Um, But I don't mean those I don't mean people who Create their own cults and their own followings Because I don't believe that any Human being alive or dead um, Deserves to have any following Except for the Lord Jesus Christ himself And he's the only person we should ever follow Um, But you know there are Men and women out there And we all sin The Bible says it Um, John said He said um, If anyone claims he's without sin He's a liar And the truth isn't in him But it says If we do sin We even advocate With Jesus Christ the righteous Um, And anyway Back to the story The book um, Was talking about how um, And I think When I was growing up um, As a young Young kid Um, There was this one evangelist Who was caught in some Like sin or whatever And um, everybody was talking about How bad it is And you know in a sense it was um, Because the leaders of the church Should lead by example Paul said follow me as I Imitate me as I imitate Christ Um, But that all being said um, What the book said was um, Keith said the The surprising part was not that a man of God could fall into temptation and sin, but what was surprising is the lack of the commitment of the people in his church to stand up behind him and to pray for him and to intercede for him. And, you know, I couldn't tell you what state my life would be in had it not been for the countless number of people who have interceded on my behalf. And um, I can assume, and I would would assume I'm right, that your life is the same way, that there are countless numbers of men and women who have interceded on your behalf, whether you ever realized it or not. Um, You know, we intercede for nations um, that some of us may never actually physically step foot in. But it doesn't mean our prayers aren't effective, because the Bible says the the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And Jesus said, "Whatever things you really been, whatever things you ask in prayer, believing, you will have those things which you ask." Um, and so, you know, prayer shapes nations. To be um, precise about it, prayer moves hearts. It moves mountains. It changes entire generations and genealogies. Um, I heard someone once say that no revival, no move of God, has ever happened without. First being there being men and women On their knees before the Lord Day and night interceding To the Father For his hand to move And to the nations And I say all that To say that um, Your prayers are important Your ability to support those around you And to be there for those around you And to encourage those around you is a vital, intricate, um, unbelievably intricate part of the Christian walk and the Christian life. And you make an impact and a difference to every person that you're around. And the question is, what kind of impact are you making? Um, And you have the uh, the ability to lift people up and to encourage them in the Lord Jesus Christ and to speak the words of truth over their lives and to intercede and pray and strengthen them And, um, speak the words of truth, the words of the Lord Jesus Christ to them. Um, so it's something we should all be mindful of. Anyway, um, so back to the original story. Um, we were talking about grace. Um, so at times I find it hard, um, to be completely honest with all you listeners out there. Um, I find it hard walking in grace, um. And I know being up here on the radio show proclaiming the gospel of the Lord, Um, you would think I'd have it all together, but the truth is I don't. Um, And I probably never will until the day he comes. Um, But I find it hard at times walking in grace because I'm always striving to be perfect. Now, the Bible says he has forever forever perfected those who are being sanctified. Um, The interesting thing about that verse is that... um, What it pretty much says is that The Lord Jesus has already perfected us In the eyes of the Father Even though we're not yet sanctified But we're being sanctified Being renewed in the spirit of our mind By the word of God um, Being changed from glory to glory Into his image That's what it says in Corinthians It says we behold as in a mirror The glory of the Lord And are being transformed into that image From glory to glory Even as by the spirit of the Lord Um, And all that being true Um I'm one of those people that every time I mess up, every time I commit a sin, it's like, woe is me, this guy is falling. How could I ever do that? Lord, what could you possibly think of me? And he always says pretty much the same way I thought about you five minutes before you did anything. Um, You know, the simplicity of the gospel of Christ was that Jesus died for our sins, um, it says in Ephesians, For by grace you are saved through faith. It's not of yourself, it's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. And, you know, so we live this life by grace and by faith, trusting in Him who forgives the unrighteous and proclaims us to be righteous in the eyes of the Father and in the presence of the Father, not by anything we've done. What he's done And um, So that whole thing has always been really hard for me At times um, trusting in the Lord Um, And Walking in grace Where I realize that I'm Redeemed and sanctified before the Father no matter what happens Um, And you know like one bad thought Comes out of my head at times and I'm like Okay God um, I'm so horrible I should never have thought that How could I ever think that I'm not really changing that much to begin with, as much as I thought I was, and the Lord's always, like, calmed down. Um, and so he brought to my attention, we were having to talk about this the other day, and he brought to my attention Galatians. Um, and so I wanted to start there tonight um, and get through some of it um, during the broadcast. Um, because, you know, the Bible says at one point, it says, work out your own fear, your own salvation with fear and trembling. And I don't think that necessarily means you have to walk around being completely and totally fearful and scared. But there should be a holy reverence and a holy fear of the Lord. Um, As the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. But at the same time, we need to understand um, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and what it really means to be saved through faith, um, and that it's not through our actions. Um, That while we're being changed, you don't start off being perfected. And just because you sin, just because you mess up, doesn't mean um, pretty much anything but that you sinned and you messed up and that the Lord still has work to do in you. Um, but your salvation is secure. And um, that does not necessarily um, let me um, put a couple of little doodles and exclamation points. Um, the walk of grace does not give you a license to fragrantly live in sin. Forsaking the grace of the Lord um, It doesn't mean that But it does mean that um, We have forgiveness through his blood We have redemption through his blood The forgiveness of sins um, So anyway Paul said I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start in The first chapter of Galatians And try to work my way at least through The second um, So Paul said Paul an apostle Not from men Nor through man but through Jesus Christ and God the Father, who raised him from the dead. And so I'll stop there. And, you know, the interesting thing about this verse is, um, I said this the other day, is that um, Chris, the co-host, the other host on this show, um, recently got um, ordained as an actual pastor. And um, his pastor, um, an amazing man, um Told him, you know, Chris, this is—you don't need this. You've known the Lord your whole life. This is just a piece of paper, um, which is true. Um, while titles have their places in certain in certain places, um, the anointing we have doesn't come from men; it comes from God, and the anointing of the Father um, rests on those who are willing to be used by Him and are willing to submit their lives to Him. Um, and it's not by appearance. It's not by because the Bible says that God doesn't that men look on and on the outward appearance, but God doesn't look on the outward appearance. He looks at the heart. And when He chose David to be king, um, you know Samuel went through all the sons, all the sons until there was none left, and the Lord didn't hadn't chose any of them. And then um, the Lord said, "Get the other one," and they went and found David out in the field. Um, keeping the flock and it was him that the Lord saw his heart and chose him to be king over Israel and um, so you know the anointing that you have um, you already have through the Holy Spirit you don't need anybody out there to um, pull you aside or to have some special ceremony to give you the ability or the authority to go preach the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ You already have the authority through the name of Jesus because you're sons of God, sons and daughters of God. Um, And you have all the rights that a child would have. And you are ambassadors to Christ, reconciling the world unto God. And you don't need anybody but the Bible to tell you that. Um, And so there's no reason to wait for something to come. When you already have this, the, Holy, the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit That raised Christ Jesus from the dead dwelling in you And he said, Paul said um, And all the brethren who are with me to the churches in Galatia Grace to you and peace from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ Who gave himself for our sins That he might deliver us from this present evil age ...according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. I marvel that you are turning away so soon from him who called you in the grace of Christ to a different gospel... ...which is not another, but there are some who trouble you and want to pervert the gospel of Christ... But even if we, or an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel to you than that which we have preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say again, if anyone preaches any other gospel to you than what you have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men, or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I still please men, I would not be a servant of Christ. And you know, Paul makes a good point. Um, Our lives should be lived uh, with the goal and the aim That we're serving the Lord Jesus Christ We're not serving the flesh We're not serving the world We're not interested in the world's opinions About our relationship with the Father Or about the Word of God We're only interested in His opinions And because, you know, the world always will have a different outlook And a different perspective on the things of God Because it can't understand the things of God Um, But we do because we've given... Been given revelation by the Holy Spirit And to the heart of the Father And it says um, But I made I make known to you Brethren that the gospel which was preached By me is not according to man For I neither received it From man nor was I taught it But it came through the revelation Of Jesus Christ For you have heard of my former conduct In Judaism how I persecuted The church of God beyond measure And tried to destroy it and I advanced in Judaism beyond many of my contemporaries in my own nation, being more exceedingly zealous for the traditions of my fathers. But when it pleased God, who separated me from my his mother's womb and called me through his grace to reveal his son in me, that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately confer with flesh and blood, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me, But I went to Arabia and returned again to Damascus Then after three years I went up to Jerusalem to see Peter And remained with him for fifteen days But I saw none of the other apostles except James the Lord's brother Now concerning the things I write to you indeed before God I do not lie Afterward I went to the regions of Syria and Cilicia And I was unknown by faith to the churches of Judea which were in Christ. But they were hearing only, he who formerly persecuted us now preaches the faith which he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God in me. Then after fourteen years I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas and also took Titus with me. And I went up by revelation and communicated to them the gospel which I preach among the Gentiles, but privately to those who are of reputation, least by any means I might run or I run in vain. Yet not even Titus, who was with me, being a Greek, was compelled to be circumcised. And this occurred because of false brethren secretly brought in, who came in by stealth to spy out the liberty which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage, to whom we did not yield submission even for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. But those who seemed to be something, whatever they were, it makes no difference to me. God chose no perfect personal favoritism to any man. For those who seemed to be something added nothing to me. But on the contrary, when they saw that the gospel for the uncircumcised had been committed to me, as the gospel for the circumcised was to Peter... For he who worked effectively in Peter for the apostleship to the circumcised also worked effectively in me toward the Gentiles. And when James, Cephas, and John, who seemed to be pillars, perceived the grace that had been given to me, they gave me Barnabas, me and Barnabas, the right hand of fellowship, that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. They desired only that we should remember the poor, the very thing which I also was eager to do." So anyway, I'm going to skip down to verse 3, or chapter 3, and it says, O oh, foolish Galatians, or you know what, never mind, I'm going to go back. Verse 11, Now when Peter had come to Antioch, I was stood him to his face, because he was to be blamed. For before certain men came from James, he would eat with the Gentiles. But when they came, he withdrew and separated himself, fearing those who were of the circumcision. And the rest of the Jews also played the hypocrite with him, so that even Barnabas was carried away by their hypocrisy. But I went, went, excuse me. when I saw that they were not straightforward about the truth of the gospel, I said to Peter before them all, If you, being a Jew, live in the manner of Gentiles and not as the Jews, why do you compel Gentiles to live as Jews? We who are Jews by nature and not sinners of the Gentiles, knowing that, That a man is not justified by the works of the law But by faith in in Jesus Christ Even we have believed in Christ Jesus That we might be justified by faith in Christ And not by the works of the law For by the works of the law no flesh shall be justified But if while we seek to be justified by Christ We ourselves also are found sinners Is Christ therefore a minister of sin? Certainly not For if I build again those things which I destroyed, I make myself a transgressor. For I, through the law, died to the law, that I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not set aside the grace of God. For if righteousness came through the law, then Christ died in vain. O foolish Galatians, who has bewitched you that you should not obey the truth before, before whose eyes Jesus Christ was clearly portrayed among you as crucified? This only I want to learn from you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Are you so foolish? Having begun in the Spirit, you are now being made perfect by the flesh. Have you suffered so many things in vain, if it indeed it was in vain? Therefore, he who supplies the Spirit to you and works miracles among you, does he do it by the works of the law or by the hearing of faith? Just as Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness, therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, Preached the gospel to Abraham Beforehand saying and, and you all nations shall be blessed So then those who are of faith Are blessed with believing Abraham For as many are As are of the works of the law Are under the curse For it is written curse everyone Who does not continue in all things Which are written in the book of the law To do them But that no one is justified by the law In the sight of God is evident For the just shall live by faith Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree.
0: That the blessing
1: of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. And I know I just read a lot. Um... Pretty much three chapters But it pretty much I'll try to like narrow this down And um, condense it as much as possible for you um, We live by grace And that was pretty much my interpretation um, You know Paul said a couple of things Number one is the fact that um, We died to the law And the life that we live is not our own The life we now live We live to God um, the Bible says that we were bought with a precious price, which is the blood of Jesus Christ And our lives do not belong to us, they belong to Him Our bodies don't belong to us, they belong to Him And even the whole world belongs to Him The Bible says to present yourselves as living sacrifices to the Lord, which is your reasonable service um, And you know, the life we live is to Christ, everything That's why it says, everything you do in word, do you do it to the Lord And, you know, um, there is a peace that comes in the presence of God because the Bible says there is peace in the presence of the Lord. But at the same time, there's also peace that comes from having the understanding that you're saved by grace and that your life that you live now is through faith in the Son of God and what he's already done for you. And knowing that we are justified and we're redeemed and we're set apart and we're sanctified by the Lord Jesus Christ, knowing that we have been made perfect in the eyes of God, knowing that we're washed with His blood, knowing once again that we're redeemed, knowing that we're sanctified, knowing that the Father can say to us that He is well pleased. And when he looks at you, he doesn't see your sin. He sees your heart. He sees the blood of Jesus. He sees a child of God. Anyway, this is Prayer National Radio. Our call number, six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. 638 8458 If you need prayer for something, give us a call. And we're going to take a break. And we will be back. you. Thing, um, you can always email us at prayerinternational@gmail.com, at gmail.com Or you can go to our website Which is www.prayerinternational.org And you can submit your prayer request online We'll be back tomorrow night at 9pm So um, me and Chris will both be praying In the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ With all of you And have a very
0: good night